The following sermon was given at St. Paul's Episcopal Church in Richmond, Virginia on August 4th, 2019 by the Right Reverend Dixon Chilangani, Bishop of Central Tanganyika in Africa. Thanks for listening. The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, according to Luke. Someone in the crowd said to Jesus, Teacher, tell my brother to divide the family inheritance with me. But he said to him, Friend, who set me to be a judge or arbitrator over you? And he said to them, Take care. Be on your guard against all kinds of greed, for one's life does not consist in the abundance of possessions. Then he told them a parable. The land of a rich man produced abundantly. And he thought to himself, what should I do? For I have no place to store my crops. Then he said, I will do this. I will put down, pull down my barns and build larger ones. And there I will store all my grain and my goods. And I will say to my soul, soul, you have ample goods laid up for many years. Relax, eat, drink, and be merry. But God said to him, you fool. This very night your life is being demanded of you, and the things you have prepared, whose will they be? So it is with those who store up treasures for themselves, but are not rich toward God. The Gospel of the Lord. Let's pray. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Please sit. I've already been introduced as Bishop Dixon from Tanzania, Diocese of Central Tanganyika. I come from the diocese with 300 parishes, 300 clergy, 5,100 members. And it is considered to be the largest in the Anglican Communion. However, I should warn you that in Africa, I'm used to preaching for one hour. <laughs> and so today is Sunday. I hope you had enough breakfast. And so you should listen and be attentive for one hour, please. And I start my one hour sermon. As I meditated on this text, I remembered that in the West, you have a philosophical saying, I think, therefore, I am. However, African people do not believe that a person can become a full human being in isolation, but only in community. So our own philosophical saying, which some of you, some of you may know already, says, I am because we are, and since we are, therefore, I am. I am because we are, and since we are, therefore I am. We become full human beings in community through relationships and by supporting one another. And for me, this seems to be the spirit of the gospel passage that we have just read. The passage teaches us three important things. First, it warns us about greedy. Prior to this passage, 
Jesus has been teaching and inviting people to acknowledge him as Lord and Savior so that they can inherit the kingdom of God. Then, from nowhere, a man whose name is not mentioned raises his voice and asks Jesus to tell his brother to give him a share of their father's inheritance. Probably he thought that Jesus being such a wonderful teacher could also be a wonderful judge. But as we can see in the passage, Jesus is not interested in being involved. First, because he sees this as not part of his mission. So in verse 14, he replies to him, to this man, saying, Friend, who appointed me to be judge or an arbitrator between you? But, the sec- but second, Jesus, who sees our hearts, refuses to be involved since he sees that motive. He sees that the motive behind this man's request is self-centeredness. So in verse 15, again, he warns him alongside his other listeners, saying, Watch, watch out, be on your guard against all kinds of greedy. Now, I'm aware that today I'm preaching to people who have been so generous to the diocese of central Tanganyika and especially to the people of Mwitikira. So, I'm not going to talk about greedy, self-centeredness or being selfish. Instead, I want to use this opportunity to thank all of you ever so much for your Christian love and generosity. Throughout this decade, you have been stretching your hands to support those people in Mwitikira in the areas of health, education, safe water, food security, etc., etc. The people of Mwitikira would not be the same today without your love and generosity. I sincerely thank you for your sacrificial love and generosity. For me, this is what it means when we Africans, African people say, I am because we are, and since we are, therefore I am. Secondly, the passage also reminds us that life is more than material possession. Or rather, our security is not in material possession, but in Christ alone. We read this in verse 15b, where Jesus says, For one's life does not consist in the abundance of his possession. Brothers and sisters, I come from Africa where people are poor and face different kinds of hardship. When I come to the West, where people have everything in abundance, where they are educated and are in good health, I expect to see them happy and peaceful. Yet, when I talk to many people, I can see that they are not happier than us in Africa. They are worried about the mental health of their young people, They are worried about broken relationships. They are worried about getting old. 
I was reading one article which says that to be happy, you must be young, you must be beautiful, and you must be physically fit. And when I looked and I asked myself, what about those who are not young, beautiful, and physically fit? And when I looked at the number of people committing suicide, even in this society, that has everything in abundance, the statistics are appalling. Yes, people here have everything in abundance. Yes, there is no material poverty as it, as it is in Africa, but there is definitely a different kind of poverty. People in this society need Jesus to give them true security. And I believe that only you as a church can be able to offer that. But thirdly and finally, the gospel reading invites us to use our resources to bless one another in God's mission, as you have been doing with our diocese. This is, is, is especially the implication in the parable of the rich man. When the rich man finds that he has everything in abundance, in abundance he does not think of helping others who have nothing. Instead, he says to his soul, I will do this. I will pull down my barns and build larger ones. There I will store my grain and my goods. And I'll say to my soul, Soul, you have ample goods laid upon for many years, upon you for many years. Relax, eat, drink, and be happy. Then what happens? God says, you fool, this very night your life is being demanded of you. My brothers, my dear brothers and sisters in Christ, with this parable, Jesus is calling us not to be like this man, rather to use whatever blessings God has bestowed upon us to bless one another for God's glory. You have been blessed to bless others. For me, this is what partnership in mission means. It means sharing our resources for God's mission. Again, thank you so much for what you have done to the people of Mwitikila. But since partnership in mission is a two-way process, I believe that over the years, you also have been able to learn something from us. Yes, our church is the church of the poor that always is under pressure. But even with our poverty, still you can learn something. The one thing that you can learn from us is our experience of loving God and continuing to trust in him in the context of suffering. In, Afri in, in Africa, suffering is real. Every day we confront death, even premature death. We do not glory in suffering. And the church is working very hard to eradicate suffering. But as far as our faith in God is concerned, suffering is neutral. In the sense that it is never, it is never good no bad for believing in God. People, rich or poor, can believe in God. Not because of what they get from God, 
but because without God, their life will not attain full humanity and meaning. African people love and enjoy God as they are. They do not wait until their problems are solved in order to enjoy God. They love and enjoy God with or without their sufferings or other predicaments. African people like to sing. They like to dance. If you go to the villages today, people are hungry, but they don't show it. They still sing, they still dance, and yet they could be dying. For me, suffering reminds us that in reality, we are not created human beings, but human becomings. Our perfection is in heaven where there is no more suffering. Another thing that you can learn from us is our way of doing mission. In Africa, the church grows not because we have wonderful clergy, for we, pro- for we probably have the most uneducated clergy. Rather, the church grows because we have relied on the power of the Holy Spirit. Above all, we have Christians who are committed and open enough to share the experiences of the risen Christ with their neighbors. I still remember when I was a priest at our cathedral, on one occasion I baptized tens of Christians, and many of them had been Muslims. As a priest, I did not know where most of those people had come from. It was ordinary Christians who had gone around to share the good news of the King of Christ with their neighbors and invited them to Christ. And I believe that this kind of sharing does not need years or months spent in a theological college. On another occasion, I visited an outreach area with a team of ordinary Christians and shared the gospel and testimonies to every people. We visited every village, every people, every family, and we prayed for every every, every family and casted out demons with ordinary Christians sharing their testimonies. The majority of those people we visited were members of African traditional religion but they became Christians. And I remember that as I went around in that mission trip, we met a Maasai man who was married to 14 wives and he had 72 children. (laughs) 72 children. And I was with with an Australian priest who, when he saw this, He was so surprised and shouted to me and he said, Dixon, this is no longer a family, it is United Nations. (laughs) But eventually, this Maasai man and all members of his family became Christians. You will ask me later, what did he do with his 14 wives? Brothers and sisters in Christ, let us continue to work together for God's glory. Let us continue learning from one another, from exchanging our experiences. Let us continue sharing our resources for God's glory. 
Let us continue learning from one another. I am because we are. And since we are, therefore I am. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.